0: Ah! <laughs>
1: Uh, NFL sports betting podcast. And I always say, right from the get go, the purpose of the podcast is to make me money because it's so much disingenuous information, right? Robin Hood had to pay a fine. People are lying to you. People are pumping and dumping stocks. And now they're pumping and dumping sports betting lines. So, so we're honest, we're authentic. Really, the biggest benefit to you that have been hit me in the face today is we make sure you do not get taken advantage of, right? That's number one, right? So we keep it real up in here. Like they used to say in the South, when I was going to high school. You know, keep it real. Uh, every single business meeting, which a podcast is, has to have a purpose and an outcome. We gave you what the purpose is, right? The outcome is the last two years, right? Was it makes it a business? is that it's consistent and scalable. So the last two years, we've been 65%, 500% ROI in NFL. That means if you listen and you use the concepts in the podcast, you have 10 times more money than you started out with. Okay. That is the bottom line, but it's business and life. What have you done for me lately? Well, guess what? We went 64% again. So we got it. We're on 64% not complaining. Uh, but we want to do a little bit better, right? Uh, but then give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach the man a fish, you feed him for a lifetime. So we use business and financial concepts, decision science. that used by the top Fortune 100 companies to make management decisions, right? You identify the situation, you use math, you eliminate variables and co-variables, You use logic until the very end, and you make a decision. But we use fundamental analysis. Everything is going to be in the episode notes. Uh, Fundamental analysis, tenets of fundamental analysis, we teach you that. So you learn how to make an investment, see how you're getting ripped off in your 401k, and you pick games, and on top of it, you have fun. But as a business concierge, I'm not a business consultant, because 90% of business consultants have no, absolutely no idea what they're talking about. Never take financial advice, right? Wealth management advice. For somebody who works more than two months out of the year, right? They have to have an island in (laughs) Fiji somewhere to take financial advice. So I always tell people, if you're the toughest, smartest person in the room, you are in the wrong room. So I got two guys that are a lot tougher than I am, a lot smarter than I am. We have collaborate, and we had a great week last week. Uh, let's start with Scott. Scott, you won two sides of the bet last week in Vegas. I mean, how, how about that? <laughs> you came up with a lot more money than when you showed up with. I was a little worried for you. I was like, man, you, you have too much cash in your pocket. Make sure you have somebody with you, kind of like a bodyguard, somebody with all that cash you have. <laughs> with both sides of the bet in college, right? College six
0: for eight last week, so it was a it was a great weekend. It was a great weekend, six for eight in college, and I think it was six for twelve or seven for twelve in the NFL. So it was a it was a really good week.
1: Nice. All right. uh, and then we have uh, the greatness of the Las Vegas Nighthawks, Arena Football League. His brother's starting quarterback for Oregon State. I still marvel at that. I was looking up and it said, um, Chad Nolan, 27 yards to catch. I mean, it's like, man, you had 27 yards. You turned around, caught the ball. (laughs) You know, that's, yeah, that's, man, that's some speed, man. Uh, What's your speed? You run a 4 4, right?
2: Yeah, solid 4 4 on the lasers, verified.
1: (laughs) So that's what I'm saying, man. We got legitimate information. Uh, we're adding an element this week uh, for those listening to the podcast we'll have a link to the videos or whatever we're showing. And we're going to get the element we're adding is uh, technical football stuff, formations, things you see a lot of in college and pro football. There are basic, simple stuff that you see in high school, college, and in the pros, but everything we talk about is something has made me money a factor that has made me money watching the games and again for it to be business it has to be repeatable has to be consistent and scalable so everything we talk about is that so we're going to talk about go through every game make you a lot of money we have a lot of fun it's a collaborative effort Uh, sports wagering it's the only thing that's collaborative so the first game we are going to tackle are going to be, uh, actually, we're going to do this. Uh, we had a great podcast. It was great for us, great for you. The Hawthorne effect. Whatever you track and you measure, you increase the performance by twenty percent. Uh, got ours right, ours, and we're going to get Scott's. What was the game last week that you're looking at? And you're saying, oh man, I should have gotten that game right.
0: There were two. One was the Washington game, obviously. I mean, I was all over Washington, and the other game was Jacksonville, Houston. I mean, Houston, I—that was shocking to me. I didn't expect to see Houston run all over Jacksonville in the first half. So, but yeah. Washington, I—I I thought charges coming across the country early game. Uh, you know, Fitzpatrick getting hurt didn't help out a lot. Uh, right, right. That, that so. Those were the two that, that really bothered me. Patriots not so much, but uh, they dominated on the whole side of the game. So uh, those three, two for me for sure, and the third one would be the Patriots. So,
1: Yeah, we discussed that game. So in betting, really, one of the facts besides math, probably co-equal math, one of the elements that makes you the most money in sports betting is part of a mental health thing because we do financial mental health. Uh, first aid kit, and we do mental health first aid kit. You have to every week uh, differentiate between bets you got wrong because of bad thinking versus bad luck. Remember, uh, probability theory is a 20% luck factor. Washington, I watching the game, I I chalked it up to the 20% factor because it, you know, it wasn't just, uh, there's a lot of guys who right away first quarter, they were out for the year. And lo and behold, I did my research. Number two rule of betting, you know, make sure I publish it. I want to uh, edit it. Number two rule of betting is do your research. Number one, don't bet your own team. You're going to, it's like betting on your kids. You're going to be over emotional about it. You're going to overestimate people overestimate decisions anyways. Uh, Never bet your own team. Number two, always do your research. And lo and behold, five guys, including Fitzgerald, that were hurt first game for the season, had a roster bonus if they were on the field the first day. So a lot of these guys were hurt, either made a deal with the coaching staff or the coaching staff was looking at it closely enough. But he was hurt. I remember watching him. He wasn't moving around the way he usually does. Uh, some of the throws were funky. And I thought that. That was always the back of my mind, especially a guy Mm -hmm. that old. So, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're poor and middle class, you have to make business decisions without having all of the information. And that's what sports betting kind of does. So we didn't know the guy was masking and he knows how to do it. He's done it 20 years. He's masking energy to make erasiveness of not $5, but a million dollars. Right. And, you know, so you don't know, but now we know. So that's why it's so important. You get so much information. Everybody out there should have their notebooks mm-hmm. out because you're getting so much information from us. Uh, how many years have you been watching football, Scott? Too many. <laughs> Too many. Go
0: back to the 80s with yeah. the, the old Patriots, so.
1: Yeah. So probably as many years me since I was probably eight or nine. So I'll make yeah. it 42 years. Probably 42 years for you. So yeah. that's um, that's 84 years of watching football. And uh, yeah, Chad's actually a professional football player. But how many years have you been watching playing football, Chat? Mm, probably
2: since I was like five, so like 22 years.
1: 22 years. So that's 106 years. Watching football. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's, it really is because it, in, in you know, having MBA securities licenses, FINRA, right? I got the book. Never too far away. So if my office gets raided, what FINRA has every right to do is raid my office. I'm going to have the rule book in front of me defending my case there. I don't want to, you know. So, insider information, right? You get material, non public information, it's illegal. But we watch watching football so much that our insider information is legal because there's no regulation in sports betting. It's legal in 32 states, but not regulated by the SEC. And the SEC is busy with uh, Bitcoin, maybe. Who knows? It took him 10 years to catch Madoff, which is a Ponzi scheme. So I digress. We have inside information. That's why the present value of this podcast is over probably probably over a million dollars. It's just money I know about. If people listen to the podcast and use it, not as kind as Chad, right? And <laughs> said, hey, use the information. They're making money. They're making money, not saying anything. And that makes the difference between us. We're not the only people without our percentages. We're the only people willing to share. And we understand that the more you know, the more you don't know. So it's great to collaborate and take things to the next level. So you got the Redskins at home again against the Giants. Do I have that right? It's been a crazy week. Uh, yeah. No, the other way around. The other way around. No, the
0: Redskins are at home. Uh, football team's at home. You're right. You're right. Yeah.
1: Oh, so they're definitely. not the Redskins anymore. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Dollar and a Jack. They're the football team. We're being politically correct here. Uh, Giants. I was listening to the Giants home. Uh, and, and I'll put a Twitter video on it, right? I got three TVs going. I got two home games and then the Red channel. And I'm listening to a third team, the radio broadcast. So listening to the Giants radio broadcast, uh, defensive line, what I love about the Northeast, except for Zolak, sometimes Zolak has his moments of clarity, but normally in the Northeast, Philadelphia, the Giants, the Jets, uh, their color commentary and their uh, play-by-play guy are really frankly honest, brutally honest. And Brutally honest, the Giants' defensive line gave up against Denver. Uh, Daniel Jones, the offensive line is horrible. <laughs> so that's a bad combination. <laughs> well, the defensive line was not all day. So the Giants are a disaster. The Redskins would have been fine if they would have started Tyler Henneke. I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Tyler uh, uh He played well second half of the playoffs against Tampa Bay. So, they'll be fine against the Giants. Giants on a short week with a bad offensive line, beat up defensive line. So, that defensive line and the Redskins are going to eat them up. So, I'm going, but you can't trust the Redskins. The Redskins, again, I talked about that family member, right? You love them. They ask for 20 bucks. Can I borrow 20 food? No, I'm going to give you 20 bucks. So, you are if I borrow it, I'm never going to get it back. So, we are going to go uh, Redskins on the money line under 41. Redskins are not going to let him score. And the limited package Henneke has, they don't want to show it to anybody. So as long as they score 10 points, they're happy, and they'll start trying to run the ball out, trying to run the clock out. What do you think, uh, Chad?
2: Yeah, I. uh, you you didn't say a total, but did you just – 41. Did you you talk about what what your pick was for the total or – under.
1: Under. Going the game under, might
2: be yeah. 10 3, 10 to nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I think Washington, uh, I mean, three. I, I I try to maybe see if you maybe can get a two and a half or a three. Um, yeah. if, if you want to play the spread and just, you know, three and a half, three is that key number, get the best you can. But yeah, Washington money line, minus two and a half, minus three in the under looks looks pretty solid. I think like you said, Giants on a short week. Um, I'm still pretty high on Washington, even though they, you know, they lost, didn't cover for so I still think they're going to be a pretty solid team. Uh, like you said with Heineke starting the whole game should make a difference. So.
1: Yeah, no, I, I like that a lot. What do you think, Scott? I agree.
0: I mean, I, I think Washington's going to jump on them early and I think they're just going to keep running the ball and their defenses. It, it could very well be, be a shutout or three, three points for the, uh, For the Giants I can't see Daniel Jones putting the ball in the end zone this week um that defense just is really really good and uh, I see I see like a 17 to 6 score or something like that definitely the under no question about it seems to be an old-time NFC East game run the ball play defense win the game that way right
1: and I think there's a a coaching mismatch as well I think Jack Real over uh (laughs) Giants office coordinator Rivera over charge, Judge. So yeah, Gi-
2: Giants team total under would probably be good. It'll probably be like 16 or 17.
0: Oh total. Yeah, I did both teams totals are under for sure. I, I uh, can't see I can't see either team getting the 20.
1: It's same here. So we all agree on that one. That's always a good sign. And uh Analytics don't work in football, but key statistics do. And ever since I can remember, right? And depending on the line you get, but uh, 80% of home teams on Thursday night cover for win. So there's something to track this here, right? Uh, traveling on a short week, get out of the plane, muscles sore versus a team that's been at home short week. And I've heard a lot of guys complaining about a short week, right? So that's always a factor, and that's made us good money doing that. Now you have the Dolphins at home in Miami against the Bills. Second half lines have historically been 80% this year. It's been uh, three and one. Three actually has been, uh, yeah, it's actually been four and one. Three college games and then the Saints game last week. Literally Green Bay uh, quit in the second half heat of Jackson. The Bills coming off the loss. What do you think, Scott?
0: This is one of those got to have it games. And Buffalo has to have this. They can't be 0 and 2. Dolphins be 2 and 0. They lose right. to the Dolphins. Um, so I think you see Buffalo come out, and um, I think they are going to throw the ball around a lot. Um, I just, I just think they, they need to, to get up early, need to, to keep the momentum, and they need to, to control the game. Right. Um, I think it's going to be a big Allen to Diggs game. I don't think Miami can stop it. Miami should have lost that game last week. Um, in my estimation. I mean, they were just right. outplayed to outplay totally. Um, you know, they gave up a lot of third downs, they gave up a lot of rushing yards. Um, so I like Buffalo in this game by about a touchdown for sure. Um going down to Miami, I know it's gonna be hot. I know it's gonna be uh, you know, the crowd's gonna be into it. But I just think Buffalo needs the game, and I, I think Buffalo and they, they basically beat Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh did not run the ball well. Um, they did not throw the ball well. But, and that had a lot to do with Buffalo putting a pass rush on Roethlisberger. So, um, two is going to have to put it all on his shoulders to win this week. And I just don't think he's going to be able to do it. So, uh, I take Buffalo and the under, I think, as well. So, that's where I'm going. 100%.
1: What do you think, Chad?
2: Yeah, I think it's – I mean, it's a must win. You know, these division games count for two, um, you know, and they're already down a game here to the Dolphins. They need it. So, I think you're going to see um, – you're going to see Buffalo and, like, Diggs now have a big breakout game. I think I like them by a touchdown as well. Um, that second – Miami Heat is definitely going to be a factor and something interesting to factor in that second half Miami line. is. I mean, something you have to look at with just the history of the success there. Right. Um, and yeah, I think I think that heat will will play to an under as well. Uh, I mean, I, that, yeah. So I'm 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 liking the Bills minus the points and they get it done under 47 and a half. And then Miami second half line. I think regardless if the Bills are blowing them out, I think right. Miami will cover second half line. Or if it's a close game, I think Miami could even come out and win it. You know, in the second half line. So they, you know, regardless if those are a big or not second half final like, will, will be a good look. Um,
1: I think McDermott right? Two defensive guys, McDermott Flores. Again, basically they play the same defense. I think they got to go after each other a little bit, especially early in the season, trying to prove who's a tougher team. And they going to really run it at each other. They got more depth early in the season. I'm, see where the line goes. I think since already Pagula, the owner, (laughs) it's arguing about, you know, prices that he's already won the Super Bowl. Uh, A lot of things we do is gauge the market, taking advantage of market inefficiencies in my real life and betting life, which is my real life because there's money involved, highest best use of my time. I think a lot of people late are going to pick... The bills and drive that line four. So I'm going to look at the weather in Miami. And I thought I already had it on here. I know Lakeland, where my in laws live, is going to be lovely 91, feels like 95, and 95% humidity. Miami is below that, (laughs) like 300 miles below that. And, you know, they haven't changed it, but they do put the visiting team on the heat side of the field and the Dolphins are in shade. I don't know if Goodell changed that. So uh, Sunday going to feel like 95, and the humidity is going to be a lovely 87%. I the Bills have played down there before, but, again, they don't change things. They don't have to because they made the playoffs. So I'm not saying uh, the Dolphins are going to win. I'm saying they're going to cover four points, and they're going to cover in the second half line. Now, Chad, you actually uh, been there to train with the Dolphins and, and Chambers, right? Um, What time of year did you go down?
2: It was summertime. It was ridiculously hot. humid. I mean, it's going to take time for anyone who's not – if you're not training in that type of weather, you're not going to just adjust right away. It's going to take a week or two. I mean, it's, it's something different than anywhere else. Right. That's for sure.
1: All right, so I'm going to go second half line. I'm going to watch it. It's better for me if – the bills are rolling him out in the first half, or maybe take that into account and say, "Hey, we're going to give our best plays we've seen in training camp and uh, get a big lead, because then for sure they're going to get in that second half. And then remember, in, in the under remember fifty two point five percent is break even, right? Uh, so, with that being said, uh, if I get in the second half. And the under that's 66%. I made money on this game, highest and best use of my time. And that's what you want to do you want to have consistent profit, right? The, you don't want to try to get that big parlay and you get it once, you get it once a year. The rest of the years, you're, you're upset, you're not talking to anybody into the second half of the other game because you, you missed a parlay by a, a miss. No, each game. You analyze it, dual role, use it for your thinking and business, and you monetize it, right? And you buy things with it. Now, sharing Scott's stuff that my wife was buying with, versus problem? A team that's been an enigma for a while, but cash for me last week were those Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> Overtime. So the total got messed up, but the game was picked perfectly. The cash playing the the Bears and the Bears look horrible.
2: Yeah, I'm not. They look like they're tanking.
1: Yeah, the team's up for sale. So when the team is, I know, and I know this from the horse's mouth, from when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were being sold, and Stephen Story came to my restaurant. Who the hell is Stephen Story? He was the trustee of the Hugh Culverhouse Trust when he sold them. He confirmed with me when a team's being sold, he cut labor costs to make those numbers look good. And we're talking about millions of dollars. And he was under strict instructions not kidding. I'll put the link in the episode notes. Steven's story was under strict instructions to give his wife and his kids each $10 million. And the four Culverhouse messages each got $20 million. <laughs> he wanted to make a statement what he thought about his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that story that's going on in South Carolina. Same type, same type of situation. So, Bears getting three, minus three, over unders 46. I'm going to go with your Cincinnati Bengals. Since they're a loser team, like your loser uh, family member who's not going to pay you the 20 bucks back. So, you just give it to them. So I'm going to go by the point, and I'm going to go Bengals plus four. Under 46. Because both teams got young quarterbacks Want to keep it close to the best, best, and it's an early season game. What do you think, Scott?
0: I agree with you. I think the Bengals are going to win the game. Um, The Bears didn't show me anything Sunday night. Uh, except that they can run the ball effectively with Montgomery. Um, they have secondary issues. Right. They have um, defense issues. Right. They have offense issues with Dalton as a quarterback. Um, he can't get the ball to anybody. Um, so I think Cincinnati's got a, a lot of weapons on offense, and I think they'll take advantage of that Chicago defense. I, I see Cincinnati winning by a touchdown in Chicago. I don't think it's as daunting a task as it's been in the past. Um, he just spreads the ball around. I mean, he gets it to Chase. He gets it to Higgins, He'll get it to Mixon. Mixon runs the ball really well. He showed out really well last week. Um, so I like Cincinnati this week. I just think Cincinnati is going to win that game.
1: I, I do as well. I do as well. And Dalton um, gives me flashbacks. He was triggering me. Because you know they're going to lose, and here he comes with a meaningless, furious comeback at the end <laughs> for no reason, just to get the over or backdoor cover. None of this is happening.
0: <laughs> it is a revenge game for him. I mean, it's total revenge game for him. Um, but he may get benched for fields if he doesn't perform, obviously, right. so...
1: Um, but, I don't think he's the type of guy. He's a nice guy, right? He's in a average yeah. guy. They love him in Buffalo because of all the charity he gives and all this stuff. Right, right, right. So
0: that's why I turn
1: it. the other cheek type guy. Yeah, yeah, no question. What are your thoughts on this game, Chad? The Bengals at uh, Soldier Field, Chicago, a team that's being sold by that old lady. They showed in the box with McCaskey uh, selling it for a nice, cool five billion dollars.
2: Yeah, I, I love the Bengals here, man. I think, you know, this is a game, an easier game in their schedule. They they need to win this. I think they're going to – you know, I don't think their revenge spot really matters too much. The Bears are – I just don't see how they're going to score points. You know, that I had them on their team total under – actually, it might have just been their first half team total under. I can't remember, but, I mean, they both came in. I think the Bears are going to tr- struggle to score again. Um, definitely see – I mean, Bengals for sure. The, I like the under two, and then even maybe just that Bears team total under our first half under. Just think to have another slow start for sure. Yeah, that's all I got.
1: Right, right on. But that looks good. Uh, last week, we are at 64% bidding $1,000 a game. You're 14000 but remember each state has different gambling taxes. So... Uh, welcome to get with me. We talk about what's the taxes in your state and lobby your local legislature. I know this got screwed up there with, with Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> but we're screwed here in California as well. But they haven't got to banning taxes yet. And the state has a surplus. So there's something to lobby with because we're going to know more about it than they do. All right. So the Bengals uh, so
0: you guys buying the point, or are you guys going plus three? I need to win by touchdown, so I would I would go to plus yeah. three. I I thought they were
1: favored. favored. Yeah.
0: Oh no, it's minus three. They are favored. Oh, so Bengals are favorite. Bengals? Ba- oh wait, yeah. maybe not. Hold on. Yeah. No, they're plus.
2: I like the Bengals plus. Yeah, plus three all day.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is plus. So yeah, the bang- for sure the Bengals.
2: I think they're gonna yeah. win by a touchdown. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Bengals money line.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bengals money line. I'm gonna join that because I was on the fence about Bengals money line, but Chad, Chad's gonna be our money line expert. I thought he had two, but he actually had one. But the same logic worked for the other one, and I had two of those. So really, even though we were at sixty four percent, the money was higher than sixty four percent. I'm conservative, right? Because you don't want to overestimate and lie to yourself. That's what the good um, Hawthorne effect is. It's a you know, it's a reality check. Also, collaboration is it, a it's a reality check. Chad and Scott can see like no, no, you didn't say that. That was just total luck. You 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 actually said the opposite. Of that one. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I got. Don't make the same mistake. So we we'll go money line Bengals plus four under forty six, right? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't see the score
0: scoring more than
1: seventeen points. So right. and I put a thousand dollars in every game, literally because when I was reading this book, okay, studying for the test, only forty percent test, and uh, came to arbitrage, right, taking advantage. Uh, what you do is you choose 10 stocks and you sell them and buy them simultaneously to take advantage of a market inefficiency. So, right, since we've been watching football for 102 years, right? <laughs> on these lines, it's almost like having insider information and we can spot market inefficiencies, right? So this is a, a legitimate business process method and the sports betting market it's very analogous very similar to the stock market to the Nasdaq. right so it's the same same concepts so you take advantage of a market inefficiency so i bet all of them. so let's say you know we're wrong about the bengals and the the, the bears went 10 to nothing boom i got the under and remember, you can't divide by zero, right? So I got something I got. I'm dividing by 33%. There's a zero, which knocks out the overall percentage. So longer-term thinking, right? It's higher-level thinking. So I'm, I'm betting every game, a $1,000 a game. I've been betting for 20 years. I've been winning for 13, right? So that's why I can go the conservative route. And believe me, once you get into that, think about compound interest, right? I was in high school. I'm like, who invented compound interest? What a great idea. You make a lot of money. Well, you're giving yourself compound interest between 52%, 0.5%, and 70%, 80%. I want to get to 80%. So with the additional 60 years of football watch, (laughs) we're going to get to 80% and have fun. It's really more than 80% because we're enjoying ourselves and having fun doing it. As COVID has taught us, my not you get forever. So, a very interesting team. Team that I overestimated last week against Houston. And now I'm going to show something very important when you talk about Houston and when you talk about the Jaguars. Now, Chad knows a lot more than this than about this than I do. I've been watching, he's actually on the field. So check my logic here. Uh, What we have here, right, is why Trevor Lawrence was drafted and why if a quarterback can run, right, analytics is not working football, key statistics. So if a quarterback can get three first downs with his legs, they won 70% of the time. Harbaugh family, right? When the Harvard brothers played each other in the Super Bowl, who was the quarterback? Uh, Kaepernick, right? Who's the general uh, manager of the 49ers? Trent Valky, who's also the general manager of your Jacksonville Jaguars. So check me, uh, Chad, because so I was watching. Mr. Pl- he won the Heisman Trophy just on plus one. So plus one. Now there's a in finance, anything that's two or more factors, it's complicated. So it, like anything else in life, it's complicated. Belichick, Satan, and Carroll have won uh 10 national championships, 10 Super Bowls, betting really that a running quarterback can't beat them. So their defense does not account, right, for the quarterback. So. So um, Lamar Jackson has problems reading defenses, and we bit that Monday night, won that. Bit that last year in the playoffs, won that. Threw over the middle interception. Same thing, same thing with that. Here he's counting. So in the box... There's some simple offenses, right? You go to the line. This is the offense I would have. You see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Guys on the line. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, six, seven, eight. You got a hat on a hat. So plus one is that there's nobody there in the front to get the quarterback, right? So on a big front like this, you always really throw it. Or if this guy crashes in, right, the whole zone read thing, if he crashes in, he'll go outside, right, depending on what's going on. Uh, so this should be a passing play. If he sees less than that, right, he'll have, well, the see sees seven or six, boom, he can take off no problem. And he does so that's that's your plus one and that's why uh it's a big deal about um, lawrence because lawrence was plus one in clemson right and urban meyer the head coach of your jacksonville jack one uh, two national championships with tim tebow <laughs> the ultimate plus one because he was really a running back so you see six on the line They were going to run it, right? T-Ball, T-Ball is basically a running back. He's 240 pounds. He wins his Heisman Trophy, National Championship. Am I close, Chad?
2: Yeah, no, you're right on.
1: Okay. So, football can be pretty simple sometimes. So, you got your Jacksonville Jaguars. Plus one. That's why I'll I'll call them plus one, because that's what they're about. Trimbalke went to a Super Bowl with Kaepernick doing the plus one. All right, they're playing the Denver Broncos on the road again for the second week. Their quarterback is Teddy Bridgewater. Now, one of the reasons I picked Oregon plus fifteen last week when that one was because Ohio State now is like without a parent when the teachers and they get a the substitute teacher because Irvin Meyer has moved out of Columbus; he's down in Jacksonville. And you used to see him on a Big Ten network with his eyes red because he hadn't slept. Because he was coming up with a game plan for Ryan Day. You know that. <laughs> and we saw that with the Oregon game. It wasn't the same. Uh, he didn't look good. He doesn't sleep. Remember, he had a heart attack in Florida because he wasn't sleeping. He was one, sleeping one hour a night figuring out how to beat Satan. <laughs> <there was> a... <laughs> so He didn't look good. He didn't sleep. He lost last week. Uh In the heat, in Jacksonville, they're going to correct what he did in Houston. The Broncos are a depleted team that don't have have depth. So in this situation, it's going to be a problem, especially in the second half. And and, and again, go back to the Harbaugh. Big Fandra, part of that Harbaugh family mafia, is working his players hard. He doesn't care that the team's being sold. His backup suck, he believes in his scheme. So, what does that mean? As far as making money. I'm taking, I got seven. Remember, this the Jaguars are a loser team, do not trust them. So, I buy points with teams that I don't trust. I'll take him over the key number seven, go Jaguars plus eight. Uh, 46 points is too many points. Remember, Irvine is a college conservative guy. And then uh, Jacksonville is going to be a lovely, feels like it's 90, 87% humidity uh, for Denver, second week on the road. Uh, I think they flew back to Denver. I wouldn't have flown back to Denver. I would have gone to Jacksonville, get the guys acclimated, but still. uh, Jacksonville Urban Meyer, Jacksonville Jaguars, plus eight, under 46, and the second half line in the, remember, global warming. Right? I left the state of Florida 13 years ago because I was going to dive a heart attack jogging because I couldn't breathe. Global warming warms the earth a half a percent every year. So Florida is 60 degrees hotter than it was when I lived there. What do you think about that, uh, Chad
2: Yeah, I think that weather is going to be a huge factor, especially with a team that doesn't have a lot of depth. So I, I agree. I like – I think, yeah, you got to get on the other side of seven, at least seven, seven and a half at the lowest – uh, and then under 45 and a half. And then that's the, the second half line. Jacksonville look, I mean, looks good. I mean, I, it could even be a, um, you know, it's not as good of a money line play as the Bengals for sure. I okay. can see Jacksonville winning this game. Right. Um, but you'd probably be a safer bet, will probably be the taking them with the plus seven and a half and then taking them in the second half line. Probably gets you right. two wins.
1: Right. Even if Denver is killing you in the first half. I'm going to feel good because it's never-say-die-college attitude in the yeah. experience. <laughs> they back their cover. Yeah. What do you think, Scott? I mean, what could you possibly
0: have taken from that Denver game against the Giants last week? <laughs> I mean, right. the Giants just – Giants of the Giants, obviously. Right. Um, I think the depth across the board is, is going to test Denver in this heat because they lost a wide receiver last week. Uh, their defense is good, but right. no Judy. Has, yeah, no Judy. Uh, Jacksonville's got three quality wide receivers. Um, and if they can get their running game going they're they're a dangerous team. Um, I was on Denver when I started looking at this Monday, but the more and more I look at it, I go with Jacksonville because of the heat and humidity down there. A little bit of humidity um, opening game fans are excited because it's new coach. New quarterback, number one draft pick. Right. I think Trevor Lawrence started off slow. I think he got better as the game went along. So I, I think, I think Denver, can, uh, Jacksonville can get to 17, 21 points, and that'll that'll cover the spread for sure. So I like Jacksonville, and I do like the under in it too. I don't think Denver will score more than twenty-one points. So
1: exactly. I and, like uh, the under. In, in my system, he likes he and I heard it today. But somebody actually knows him that he's keeping the same system the same where he comes in with 20 of his own plays that's a coordinator let's say there's 60 plays in a game 20 are coming from Meyer 20 are coming from Daryl Bevel who's an experienced coordinator and Brian Tratheim <laughs> alright so that we're going with your Jaguars plus the eight, two and a half if that line goes on on its own, man, that'll be nicer too, as well as people react to what happened last week. More states online. So, Jaguars plus, yeah, we're all going under the 48 or?
2: Yeah, I like that. Under, under 46. Yeah,
1: un- under. Yep. All right. The so next game is the Texans we blew out the Jaguars last week with Tyron Taylor against the Browns, who, uh, Covered against the Chiefs just because Andy Reid's Andy Reid and decided not to kick the field goal, decided just to take a knee. Uh, And that game went way over. Uh, Both defenses looked bad except for the Chiefs' pass rush. What do you think about this game, Scott? Chiefs Ravens? Yeah. Um... Chiefs Texans. No, no. Actually, the Browns and the Browns
0: Texans. Oh, Browns Texans. Yeah, I Browns
1: like Cleveland. Have
0: yeah, 12 and a I half. I love. I love Cleveland. Um, yeah. I think did, did deep home game defense is good. Uh, defense is first half they held Mahomes in, the in check. He only got ten points. Um, I do think the game is going to go under. I think they're going to run the ball down Houston's throat. Right. Um. I just see like a thirty-one to seven final in this game. Um, I think Houston beat a Jacksonville team that's not nearly in the same class as Cleveland for sure. Right.
1: Um,
0: Cleveland, this is another got to have a game like Buffalo. So Cleveland is going to come out, run the ball, run the ball, throw it some if they have to. Um, but this this all favors Cleveland in the game script. Um, I see Cleveland winning this game candidly. Um, Houston basically – Came off their "quote unquote" Super Bowl, their opening game, new right. coach, stuff like that. So I see Cleveland winning this game handily, and I, I think get it now because it could go up the, to thirteen or fourteen right. by the and time you know, the I game kicks the off.
1: Position.
0: Get it, get it now, and definitely get the under on this because I don't see Houston scoring a lot of a lot of points in this game. Not as many as they did last week. So, right.
1: and you're going under the forty-eight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I think Cleveland's going to take time of possession. I think they're going to run the ball. I think they're going to game script it. I think they're upset that they lost last week to Kansas City in the fashion they did. So
1: um, I would take They do have a great roster. They have a lot of great players. Yeah,
0: and they have some depth, too. They have some depth. Haslam
1: Haslam is He's a booster, University of Tennessee. Big football booster there. Uh, Unlimited amount of money, and he wants to win. So that means he'll pay for backups. Houston has a deep roster. What do you think about that game? Cleveland
2: has a deep roster. Yeah, I think. I think it's a must-win for Cleveland, right? They lost a tough one with the Chiefs. You know, Houston kind of surprised us. We all we kind of missed that game. Um, You know, we kind of didn't really. You know, we. That experienced quarterback for Trevor Lawrence right. paid off for him. Right. Cleveland's so. a way better caliber team, so I think we're going to see the Houston we were anticipating uh, last week. We'll see right. them this week, um, and yeah, I think Cleveland Cleveland blows them out. Goes under, yeah,
1: and that's what uh, happens with bad team. One team, one week they play good and they're close, they cover, and then next week they get blown out.
2: Yeah, I mean, in home opener in Cleveland, first time, first home game, fans in there, it's gonna be uh, uh, that that place for it too. Cleveland should uh, Cleveland by twenty one.
1: Hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. Next game is Las Vegas Raiders going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh or minus six, and the over/under is forty-seven. What are your thoughts, Scott? Um,
0: I would take the Steelers by a touchdown. Um, I like the Raiders and everything, but I just think that defense for Pittsburgh is nasty enough that they can get after um, Carr and uh, the, as they did last week with Josh Allen. I think they're going to run the ball better because I think Baltimore showed that they could run the ball against the Raiders. So I think Najee's going to have a big game. I think Pittsburgh is going to get the game where they want to get it, where Ben doesn't have to throw it at all or much. And I think that favors Pittsburgh. I think it's a defensive game. And I think it's um, it's a running game. And my question would be, can the Raiders come East and handle a rough crowd and um, get what they need to get Uh, Waller got 19 targets Monday night so is he going to get another 19 I I don't see that I see Pittsburgh uh, shutting him down a little bit and I see them having to try to go to the wide receivers and late in the game it worked Um, first half it didn't work but I think Pittsburgh's not going to let their foot off the pedal I see a I see a 24-13, 24-17 type of game. I think this is going to be a smash mouth game for Pittsburgh. And I think they're just going to – they're going to win it on defense and they're going to force the Raiders into doing things they don't want to do. Raiders can't run the ball either. That's the other thing. You know, Jacob scored two touchdowns, but they weren't – he wasn't pretty again scoring them. So um, – and I think Pittsburgh has the the front in wanting them to shut that down, to force Las Vegas to be a one-dimensional team. And that, that will cost them in the end. So.
1: Right. 95% of people can't change. People were waiting for uh, Gruden to to get rid of Carr. I saw the same thing from Carr. Uh, He looked nervous. He's not as composed for a guy who's been playing quarterback forever. Cousins is the same way, right? Yep. Then I actually need to hire my wife so she can see mindfulness and DBT and calm your mind down. Uh, Raiders had a big injury. And they're scrambling for people. Gruden believes he's the ultimate, he's won a Super Bowl. So that's Tom, right? Long-term thinking. You're not gonna see their full schemes until the last four four games of the season. So he likes to break the season into four game parts, right? So 17 is gonna have to say maybe the last five. You're not going to see if a guy is hurt, but he can play, he's going to stay in Vegas. This is not going to be the full roster. You're not going to get the full scheme. Guys are hurt. They're playing a playoff team. And Tomlin won the Super Bowl. A lot of parallels with Belichick. O'Chief. Belichick's dad was a military man. Uh, Tomlin is an ROTC guy from the Citadel Military University. They're both putting it on the defense. It must be some sort of military thing, <laughs> but they're both putting it on the defense. It means this game's going under. I, I'm literally saying the game's going to be uh, 24-13. Cards going to give you that big turnover, and that's what Tomlin, Reed, Belichick want. And it's funny because Belichick was the one that gave up the big turnover last week. They're all waiting for turnovers. Cards going to give you once, and it's going to be devastating when he does <laughs> you. You know, we're going to go to the goal line and fumbles. So I see that uh, that fumble, or that it might not even be a fumble; it might be just a bad decision, a bad read by Carr. But he'll give you that one bad read a game. So Steelers minus six, under forty six, as early as it is in the season, and he wants to put it on defense, like most defensive coaches want to do. What do you think, Chat No?
2: Yep, totally agree. You guys got it all. Steelers minus the five and a half and under the 46. I love it. I think I think Pittsburgh home game, first home game, playoff team, they're going to come out. It's going to be physical. They're going to grind themselves out a win um, by a touchdown. So I, I, I like that pick a lot. I think uh, the Raiders are going to be kind of inconsistent like we saw last year. Um, so off a home opening win like that, I like. I like fading uh, the Raiders, and I think Pittsburgh is going to be a pretty solid team. I like what I saw out of Ben and everything week one. So I think they'll be able to run the ball on them. If they get a lead, they should be able to control that game, no problem, um, and, and pull, out a, pull out a win, easy cover.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I'll give, you two, two, yeah. I'll give you two other things with that game. One, it was a Monday night game, so right. it's a short week. Short week. And two and – two, they were jacked because of the Las Vegas crowds. the first home game they've had fans. Yeah. So those, yeah. those two factors go way against
1: the Raiders in this game.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. We want to talk about that every team has four built-in wins. That looks like a built-in win for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the schedule mm-hmm. and traveling and all that.
2: Yeah, Raiders are going to be on a hangover from last week.
1: Right. And it's a long season, so they have that extra game cushion. Right. Uh, one game that I'll be watching the line. It's 80%, man. Last two years in a row, it's been the case in what I call the LA inflated line. They're going to the Colts, Colts coming off a loss, plus four, up, over the key number three. I'm actually going to wait for this one. I'm hoping that everybody in LA goes crazy, all the billionaires, there's so much money here. They, they see that they're going to get taxed forty percent by Biden. You can see the loss of recall. You're going to tax more. What the hell? Let me put a hundred grand on the ramps. Whatever the line is. <laughs> I'd rather give it to the casino than the government. <laughs> so if this line goes like plus seven, plus eight, like what happened with Detroit last week, I'm going with your Colts, Frank Wright. Uh. Average score of an NFL game is 45 points. Except for maybe two times. All of the lines are over 45. No matter how much scoring, all the overs we went last year, the average is still 45. Around that. Not exact, but really basically 45 points. Two offensive coaches. No. It's early in the season. If it was later in the season, I would go over. I would think Van Reich would go over they have a lot of defensive guys hurt but uh good coaches right to use the, another belly phrase complimentary football they don't want their defenses on the field all year after a quick score boom the defense to go back out feed the they get worn out this is only game two uh so I'm, I'm gonna stick with my unders and the unders went 10 right unders went 10 and six last week uh, that's a good percentage. It's a way over uh, fifty-two point five. So uh, I'm gonna stick with that under, and I'm gonna go with the Colts, whatever that plus number ends up being. What are your thoughts, Trey?
2: Yeah, I like that. I mean, before the show, we we're talking about how the Colts would probably have one of the best against the spread records this year. Um, the Rams kind of could be in a similar spot to. Uh, Ah, uh, the Raiders kind of coming right. off a big opening, new stadium, big crowd hangover. Uh, I think Indianapolis does have a pretty good team once they it looked pretty solid. Uh, I don't right. see anything like too blaring with them that jumped out. so that yeah, I mean, if that number gets inflated, um uh, I mean under three, you know three, two and a half, I probably like the Rams like minus three minus two and a half, but I mean if it gets up anywhere at four or five, six, it gets up on the other side of three. You really gotta start looking at the Colts
1: yeah.
2: to cover that game.
1: 100% agree. What do you think, Seth?
0: This is a tricky game. Um, the Rams played the Bears last week. But same thing as the Giants. It didn't really show you anything. Right. Um, Bears are terrible on defense. Um, I think this is one of these games where the Colts will will surprise. Um, at home, Rams are coming mid- to the Midwest. Um, I think it will be a low-scoring game. I see a 21-17 game. I think Stafford's going to have some problems. Um, those wide receivers didn't look great last week for them, except for the Ben Jefferson. So um, they're going to have to get something out of their running game. I think to, to uh, control the Colts' defense, and I don't know that they can do that uh, defensively. The Rams will put pressure on Wentz. Rams do have a good front front four, so I see that happening. Uh, I see the Colts winning a, a, a slug a slugfest, like a 21-17 game, 17-14, uh, something in that nature. Um, so I, I'll, I'll take the Colts,
1: and I'll take the, un-
0: and I'll take the under. I like the
1: under. When I went to training camp, I went to training camp three times watching the Rams. All they practiced were ball control plays. I know they can't open it up and whatever, but uh, that West Coast offense, Gruden, right? In bay that's what they know. Again, early in the season, they want to protect that defense. So I guess uh, you went Colts, Scott? Yeah, Colts. So we all want Colts, Colts. under 48. Yep. All right. So now we'll go Scott first on this one because he's our expert on Bill Belichick and your New England Patriots uh, going against the ball-headed workout guy, right? He's the personal trainer. He's getting you really pumped up. Robert Slay over there with the Jets. Rookie quarterback. Now, this is, again, analytical work with Keith uh, Bill Belichick has never lost a game to a rookie quarterback. Not even as a defensive coordinator for the Jets. Not even as a head coach for the Cleveland Browns. Now he has Zach Wilson, and it is. Oh, who's the home game here? At the Jets. Oh, it's at yeah. the Jets. All right. So yeah, okay, no at wrong. the I'm Jets. That. It's at the Jets at Lance. What are your thoughts, Scott? You said it, rookie
0: quarterback. He has all kinds of success against them. Um, again, I, I think he's he's not, not a happy coach coming off of last week. Um,
1: I think he likes Magic. winning the first game,
0: yes, yeah, and he likes beating a division opponent, so right in a former assistant. So that none of that happened,
1: right?
0: So, I personally think that the Jets are in deep trouble here, their defense. I don't think we'll be able to hold up against the tight ends or the wide receivers. Um, I think they're, they're pretty banged up. Um, they could get crowded back this week, but uh, off of COVID. Uh, so that'll help. But I, I just see the Patriots, blitzing the jets and winning by at least two scores and the under again, it's the under there's. I don't, I don't think the jets are scoring much, maybe seven, three or seven. Uh, I see like a 24, seven final. I think the Patriots are going to run the ball like crazy against them, so I think they can have it any way they want this week.
1: All right, and then running teams do well against that P Carroll defense in in the past. Have a really good running game, so I one hundred percent agree with all that. What do you think, Trent? No.
2: yeah, I mean the sidewise the Patriots is the way to go. I mean, coming off that loss, New England's going to come in there, young quarterback. They're gonna they're gonna handle this game, but they'll 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 win and cover a touchdown, no problem. Um, I, the number being so low, 41, 42, you know, if, if Zach Wilson can get out of the pocket and extend two long plays and make, you know, two bull crap touchdowns come out of nowhere, I I could see this game sneaky being a sneaky over. Right. Um, but I mean, or at this point in the season, I think the under is probably the better play. Um, um, I think it happened
1: last week in Miami when they got those turnovers. There's no real yeah, I mean, the game. Still yeah. stable.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I could also see maybe like I could see Zach Wilson with his athleticism buying time, you know, sneaking in a couple late touchdowns to go over. Or maybe he makes that bad pick or turnover that is an extra icing on the cake for New England, which pops it over. Um, I don't know. Just, I mean, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm undecided. I got to think about this one some more.
1: So, the consensus pick is going to be the Pats minus minus six under 43. It's something to look at if the markets are irrational. Technical analysis is that markets are rational. Markets are irrational. So, irrational in this situation is it gets bedded up to 44, 45 for God knows what reason. Right. I don't see it, but uh, it could happen. Then definitely you want to go uh, other. <laughs> <laughs> but, like what happened last. All right. Saints. Uh, are they at the Panthers? They are at the Panthers, yep. Yeah. It was out of wrong.
2: What do you think, Chad Nolan? It's at the Panthers. Who? Well, man. You
1: got Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, he hasn't proven anything. He didn't even beat good teams in college, right? He loses to Ohio State. Uh, Rose Bowl, he won. That was a horrible team. Uh, He lost to a good defense in Utah. (laughs) Then he goes to the NFL. He's seen Ghost. Uh, nobody on the Panthers has done anything. Matt Rule, I he would have a legitimate winning season in college. He starts off losing season in the NFL. Uh, so.
2: Yeah, I feel myself wanting to go Carolina, uh, like minus three minus is two and a half, but I kind of feel like I'm being biased. Right. Towards because I got to watch
1: myself with the Colts because Marlon Mac, from USF on the Colts. That,
2: the that McCaffrey and Darnold connection, I don't know if I'm overvaluing it. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. It's probably I mean, one of the toughest things
1: you got a Super Bowl winning coach. You have a quarterback yeah, I mean, I could- who's won a national title, and he can't fix games with his cousin in Alabama because this is his last stop. <laughs> He's not going to get another mm-hmm. contract if he doesn't play well, even though he threw through second half interception, right? And to preface that, uh, I, I you know one thing's a rumor, one thing's direct evidence. I heard from the people, from the people when I was in the South. That Jameis Winston, uh, the second year there, was uh, had his cousin go to Vegas and and uh, bet the second half line on the team that Jameis Winston was playing. And when Florida State had a big league in the second half, he would throw some picks. He threw a pick in the second half last week. I'm like, oh, here he goes again. <laughs> But I don't think he can do that now. He's in really great shape. Uh, He has to play like he played his first year when he won the Heisman Trophy and won the national titles. He's thrown for a lot of yards in the league and he's on his last legs. Uh, Peyton is not going to put up with it. Uh, Their defense looked good. They shut out Green Bay. Yeah, so uh, I think you're gonna have to go with the Saints until the Painters show me something. Remember last last year they had Teddy Bridgewater. I love Teddy Bridgewater, man. I remember him when he was in high school and he had a hundred percent ghetto team that didn't even have a practice field in Liberty City. You don't go to Liberty City unless you have an AK-47 out already, <laughs> ready to shoot some people. That's where Teddy Bridgewater is He took that team to the Florida State Championship. Then he goes to Louisville. And Charlie Strong, who's now with uh, Jacksonville, Aaron Meyer, literally his winning record is 30% without uh, Teddy Bridgewater in Louisville. And Teddy Bridgewater will win, man, with nothing. He won with Denver, right, against the Giants last week, a horrible team. Denver, Teddy Bridgewater figures out a way to win eight years in the NFL. So the Panthers uh, beat the Jets last week, scored 19 points. Uh, Not convinced against a legit team like the Saints. So I'm gonna go. um, Let me make sure that line. that line in that game is. Yep. It's going to be synced. I'm gonna buy the point to get it to the key number. I'm gonna go Saints minus three, and the over/under is 44. I'm gonna go over 44 because the average score in the NFL game is 45, and uh, Payton, right? He's a good. Uh, he's a he's a good offensive guy. It's always trying to score. So I figure they probably win. Uh, probably win. Oh, I'll say 27-17. So 27-17 is. 45. 45. I'm going to go over.
0: What do you think, Scott? Okay. So here's where we're going to differ.
1: Nice.
0: So the Saints are without Lattimore, their best right. cornerback. He had surgery on his wrist or his hand, whatever. Um, they have six to eight assistant coaches on the COVID list. So they will not be at practice all week. Right. Maybe not the game. They're not sure yet. So um, I think Carolina – covers the spread. I think they may win the game outright. I think New Orleans is coming off a huge win against Green Bay in a granted remote um, neutral location.
1: Right. Um,
0: I just think that this is going to be one of those Jameis games
1: right.
0: where he throws a couple of picks. Maybe one's returned for touchdown. Um, I think it's a low scoring game. I think it's a defensive game. Uh, Carolina's 1-0. I think, I think uh, you know, they, they're, they have some boost in their, in their step. DJ Moore. All, yeah, <laughs> DJ Moore always has a good game against New Orleans right. um, whenever he plays them. So I'm going Carolina simply because of the, the, um, the COVID situation with the coaches. Right. No Lattimore, their best cornerback. Their center is out too. So there's a new center that Jameis has to get used to. So, I like Carolina in this game with the under.
1: Yeah, no, that's good reason. That's good reason. What do you think, uh, Sha? You're the judge, man. You got the defense attorney, the (laughs) prosecutor. Uh,
2: See, I hear hear everything Scott's saying, but I just feel like the fact that it's a division game, like New Orleans is going to give it – even though they're against the wall, I I still think – Man, I'm so, I'm so torn on the side. Total wise, I think I'm leaning towards the over. I think I think the, I, I like this game. I I, I think uh, regardless if Peyton dials up a good offensive scheme to put up points, or maybe J- Jameis has some turnovers. Right. Um, I I think the the over is is a good play here. I think we could see some some scoring. I I, I think both offenses have potential to be dynamic and put up points. Um. And, and with that turnover factor, so I like the over. I'm going the over, and then oh man, and I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to decide. I don't, I don't, I can't.
1: Yeah, you, you'll decide at game time or let it go. Yeah,
2: on this no on decision. the side, because I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm really torn. Maybe, maybe like, I don't know, maybe like Saints money line might be something I would, I might be looking at right now. Right. Yeah, that game can go either way. That's going to be a uh, – that's probably going to be one of the best games of the week, honestly. A big division game. Both teams are 1-0. Um, you know, that that game has a lot to do in the division. Who's going to be, you know, Tampa – who's going to compete with Tampa Bay. So, it's a big game.
1: No, no, no. I, I, I really like Scott's case because Brett Rule's a defensive guy, Penn State guy, and the St. Smith in their center. Right, so but he's got full on analytics, which I'm skeptical of, and I've been 80% bending against him.
0: This may be one of those games where it's a hands off game, right. you know, this, this, the one game that you just don't bet because right. you can see it going one right. way or the other,
1: exactly. So, yeah. 100%. Eagles, right at home, and then the 49ers with a lot of injuries, playing their second game on the road, if I'm looking at that right. Yeah there's, yeah,
2: there's in yep. Detroit.
1: And I'm getting uh, plus three Eagles, guys from Silicon Valley betting a million dollars blindly on each game. Now, this is a case where you can have a whole bunch of – remember, these guys got unlimited money. They take a jack. Go to the game in the Middle alliance or go to Foxwoods or whatever. Start looking for people. Start looking places where they can play. It's usually a casino. They don't know you. They're only going to let you bet $180,000. These guys are coming in with a million dollars. They want to put a million dollars on the 49ers. <laughs> so you see this line ballooned up for whatever reason. I'm Eagles all the way, really. On this, I think it's an inflated line to begin with. I think the run team is favored. Regardless, the Eagles could be the worst team of all times. 51, the average score of an NFL game is 45 points. Uh, Really, from what I've been reading, uh, Howie Rosen, you know, he's obsessed. He literally lives... At the office. He really has an apartment at the office. Does not date anyone. Got divorced. He's really the head coach of the team. He has the other guys that's figurehead, head coach, coordinator. He's running everything now because he thinks he knows everything. <laughs> but uh, when it was the Super Bowl, it was because Frank Reich was there. Not because of him. He got demoted. And uh, Kelly. he got Kelly fired. He backstage. So I think it's a mess. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, regardless how good the Eagles are, the situation, is almost, again, like the league designates four wins. This is a win that they designated for the Eagles home opener, having the 49ers play back-to-back games on the road. Uh, at the Eagles, uh, I'm going to buy the point, make it four points, and I'm going to go under 51. What do you think, Scott? saw that over under it kind of blew me away um
0: you know san francisco went to detroit went back to san francisco now going to philadelphia tough ask um they have their top cornerback is out with the 20 acl um they're starting running back gone with the with the knee um so they're in flux right now um the question i have is can they handle jalen Hurts running Atlanta did not last week and Hertz passing and running was great and they won the game. Right. This week, the same thing. Can San Francisco handle that running quarterback? Can they keep them in the pocket? I don't think they can uh, effectively. I love the Eagles this week at home getting three and possibly more. Um, bet it now before it goes down because it could go down. Right,
1: because um, the Philadelphia people have a lot of money too.
0: Yeah, Old yeah, money. right, and definitely take the under. There's no way this game's hitting fifty. I can't see it. I can't see it in in my mind. So, yeah. um, that's the way I'm leaning. Eagles and under. Right.
1: So let's run a Jalen Hurts play. Now, the real football player, Shed Nolan, takes me far right. Right. So we're the quarterback here. We're counting. We got one, two, three. Four. I have one, two, three, four, five, six blockers. So I got my plus one all the way. Now, hold on for me in a second. Uh Chad Nolan is going to be in the arena league. But let's put 20 pounds in Chad Nolan. Let's make him a fast tight end. And this is Chad Nolan here at the end. That by fullback, he could the block a blocker go in the pattern. So Jalen Hurts can either RPO. He can either run or he could throw it to our tight end, right? It would be like Chad. He would be wide open. <laughs> That's Jalen Hurts on the San Francisco 49 What do you think, Chad?
2: Yeah, you, I'm, I'm kind of crash I'm all there because
1: you're a great athlete, right? You're a former wide receiver, whatever you're a great athlete. You can go in here, crash. You got some meanness to you. People have cheated you back to that dude in life. So bam, you're gonna crash this guy, you're gonna hit him hard, you're gonna knock him on the desk, but then you're gonna go there. We're gonna have an RPO guy, right? Jalen you know yeah. Hurts, deliver you a pass. you're a wide
2: open. Love, I mean, love the play call. I love and I love Jalen this week. <laughs> I think the Eagles get this one. Easy money, yeah. I think uh, home opener uh, under all day. Got gotta love the under. Right. Both teams could can run the ball and control the ball. Right. Um, low scoring game, and I, I think the Eagles are gonna. is gonna come down one possession game. Eagles win last second field goal or game winning drive.
1: So you know the thing, the
0: thing is, is San Francisco put forty one up last week? It was against Detroit. Yeah.
2: Right. Uh,
1: Detroit so, has a horrible secondary.
0: Yeah, That's so people o- overreacted to it. They
1: put 41 up. They the had a Super Bowl winning coach. His dad won the Super Bowl. Yep. All summer, he's preparing for the Lions. They have a right. horrible secondary. Uh, and they shut it down in the second half because Detroit is so bad on defense, Yeah, uh, especially the secondary. And Detroit was doing plays. The eventually is going to come out they were doing really kind of chippy plays, trying to wear down the defensive line, right? So uh, we were talking before online, uh, John Lynch, who's a general manager slash really the defensive coordinator, uh, he took everybody out because of what Detroit was doing. He had like third-string people in the second half. And that's why that game went over. Again, got a young quarterback. You can't throw too much at him, right? You don't have to, because he's a great athlete right now at this point, early in his career, running that play with just show. <laughs> RPO. So we're going Philadelphia. I'm going plus four, by the point. These guys are going plus uh, the three. I don't, you don't have to buy the point. Uh, even uh, are we going Philadelphia money line? Because really, you bet equal amounts in each game, three parts. You hit two out of three. You missed the money line, you're still making money on the game. You got sick.
2: Yeah, sprinkle, possibly a little sprinkle on the money line there. If you can get something decent. What are you seeing on it? Plus 145. It's
1: not bad. Not bad. Vegas is even thinking money line. Usually it'll be plus 180, plus 225. Yeah. Them having it, and they're protecting themselves because, believe me, yeah. Philadelphia Eagles is one of those teams that's in the family, right? My family has bet the Eagles for the last 30 years blindly.
2: <laughs>
1: uh. You know what I mean? So they got to watch themselves. So that's plus 140. So that you got to do some analysis. Now, this is an interesting one to me. Uh, since I started really making money betting like 13 years ago. In one year, before the pandemic, I had every game doing this except for Andy Reid and Bill Belichick. They were double-digit dogs in the division. Historic. Okay. And I'll ask you guys this question. when 80% of the time. Then, pre-pandemic, they went literally every, and I have the podcast, right? First year I did the podcast. I want every single one except for Belichie the first time because then I saw, oh, it's Belichie and Reed the first go-around. Second go-around, I'm going to go double-digit dog in the division except for Andrew Reed and Belichie, and I won every single one. I feel embarrassed. I had survivor guilt. <laughs> One guy that was bending along with me, he said that he uh, wanted me to help him out because he felt scared. He was
0: winning so much money, he thought somebody was going to come to the door. <laughs> 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 I'll never forget that. That like,
1: last thing I would expect coming out of his mouth. He was scared. <laughs> so now you have uh, this is a professional team, teams that are horrible, really don't get, even in the NBA, they don't get blown out two games in a row. So you have the Falcons. Uh Double-digit dog in the division against Tampa Bay. So what I'm going to do, literally, is wait for this inflated line, wait for the new states that are online, bet the Falcons. And this goes... Pass the key number plus 14 plus 15. Uh, I'm gonna go with your Atlanta Falcons as a double-digit dog in the division. And then the the, the total is ridiculous, 52. Atlanta's gonna have trouble scoring. They do have physical specimen, right? In uh, Kyle cow pits. Kyle Pitts literally by himself brought Florida back against Alabama, which is a professional team. <laughs> the second back of the SEC. Uh, literally now, I mean, the quarterback is a millionaire before taking a snap. <laughs> you know? So now it's out in the open that Alabama's a professional team. So in Kyle Pitts' first pro game against Nick Satan, Alabama. <laughs> he literally brought him back by himself. Uh, they really got to come up with a package in the division with this guy. Um, Tampa Bay will win, but they have to be efficient. You got a guy like uh, Brady, who's won multiple Super Bowl. A guy like JPP, JPP's won three Super Bowls. Salesmen think short-term. Businessmen and women think long-term. So Tampa Bay wants to be efficient in this game. And another thing. Before I throw it to you guys, see what you guys think about this. The Tom Brady offense. Uh, You you can see when it's placed by Tom Brady. They're all school Michigan, Lloyd Carr. Like he did that whole fake passing that quarterbacks never do. They only do it in college. I saw Brady doing that. I'm like, oh, that's the Brady offense. He learned in college. He's now running in the NFL. So what do you think, Scott. Tampa Bay at home against the Falcons.
0: Well, I mean, Brady's throwing to the running backs as he usually does. Right. He's throwing the ball all over the place, which he usually does. I think Tampa wins huge.
1: I was Atlanta. So you're Couldn't taking that th- minus four, 12, Taking now, right?
0: Right now, yeah. yeah. It's right now because you know it's going up. You know yeah. it's going up. Um, I I think they went thirty-eight to seven. I I just think atlanta is not a good team defensively they're horrible <laughs> they could be one of the worst teams in the nfl i think <laughs> um and that, and that's saying that after one game but philadelphia is oh, yeah. not a great team philadelphia they're really not you no. know jalen can you control they're the building
1: team really yes
0: yeah so um I know it's a division game. I know they're usually close. I know, you know, if it was in Atlanta, I might think a little differently, but it's in Tampa. Right. Um, so that's – I, I think Tampa has their way in this game. I, I just – I can't see Atlanta scoring more than 10 points. Right. I, I Matt Ryan just doesn't have an offensive line that can protect them. Um, he has to get the ball out quick like Brady does. Uh, Calvin Ridley is a stud, is a beast. But can't get him the ball. Kyle Pitts is a beast. Can't get him the ball. So um, I lo- I I like Tampa this week. I I, I just think if you have in survival pool, I I would take Tampa and right. Don't worry about it because they're gonna win. I, I think they're gonna they're gonna cover. I think the game is going under. I don't think it's gonna hit fifty. I think it's gonna hit probably mid forties as a usual NFL game does. Right. But I love Tampa this week. Right. So you're going over the 52 or under
1: 52?
2: No, under the 52. Under, under the 52. 52. Right. Yep. Yeah, uh, under the 52 for me too. That's u- unanimous. We all like that under.
1: We like that under. And for the side, you're going
2: uh I'm probably gonna look to I'm probably gonna look to play a middle here, honestly. I think I'm gonna snag the uh Tampa Bay at minus 12 and then try to get 13 and 14 and see if I can get um
1: uh, Scott
2: did at, last, last week at, yeah. Atlanta plus plus 14 and a half. Yeah, if I, right. If I right. get 13 and 14 as double dippers for me, right. like those both win both bets. I like those are two pretty good numbers to have. Um I'll probably probably approach it that way. And regardless, get my under and be profitable in this game. Right.
0: That's a big number. You have to have some real guts to take that big number, but yeah. I just I just I look at last week's game and Matt Ryan didn't yeah. stand a chance last week. So,
2: especially in the NFL, I mean, you see these numbers in the NFL. I mean, anything over a touchdown is a big line 12 yeah, and right. a half, 13, two touchdowns in the NFL game. Is some of the biggest lines you're going to see all year? And I, think, I think the biggest line we saw all last year was when the Jets came out to play the Rams and they ended up beating them. They're minus or they're 21. That was the
0: biggest. Yeah. Play
1: of the year. Yep. Yeah, I thought maybe it was uh, uh, Belichick went to Jacksonville. I think the line was like 22 or something. Oh, shoot. And I remember I'm like, Belichick's going to run the ball. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah. He, and, uh, it, yeah, it was crazy. Then the second half uh, in the heat, Jacksonville, <laughs> you know, with Belichick putting in third stringers. And- but yeah, no, uh again, math, math is 50% of this, right? Pattern recognition. Right. So Cardinals surprising last week at home against the Vikings. Thread is I think the Vikings are a disaster. I think it was a sign in the offseason during my normal scope of business. Some people were sending me some information about the um, Vikings. So, this is going to be what is it? the Vikings' second week on the road going to the Cardinals, mm-hmm. right? Yep. 105. Uh, Cardinals, three point favorites, over under is 50.5. Why is it so high? Okay. I think Arizona has a lot to do with
0: that over under. Right, the air raid. just won 38 last week. Right. Yeah.
2: I don't feel like they're going to do that again, though. You no, know, I don't think so. This is the NFL.
1: and what well, I guess when the NFL coach came out and said, hey, this guy needs to have a convention office. This is air raid, not going to work. I mean, uh, it did win the Super Bowl, got to the Super Bowl two years in a row, McVay lost to Belichick. This Belchie put a I thought uh, uh, Bray was going to do it last so week. Put it back, rush three. Uh, Reed runs there right until he gets to the twenties, and then he runs a conventional offense. Uh, Zimmer, I think the problem with Zimmer is what cheapo franchise. Uh, a lot of shenanigans going on. His son is a defensive coordinator, and Kubiak's son is the offensive coordinator. Uh, I think that's a problem. He didn't sleep this week. He's really the defensive coordinator. You'll see him with headphones and a sheet on. He'll figure out the air raid. So, um, give me the Vikings. Him like these are kind of dysfunctional like that, just stuff like this. Give me the Vikings on the road plus four under Zimmer's not going to let a scoring going on early in the season where his roster not too different. What do you think, Scott?
0: Um. I would say Minnesota. I, I would say, um, again, another team that wants to run the ball and play defense. And, I, and right. I think they'll do it effectively. I think Arizona saw a Tennessee team last week that's not a good defensive team uh, and exploited it. I think this week Zimmer will have some some stuff for them. But keep in mind that Cincinnati has that three-headed wide receiver monster, and Arizona does not really. Christian Kirk is not a consistent threat. DeAndre Hopkins will probably get his. I don't see anybody else
1: getting theirs. Maybe A.J. Atkins. Green is, is a wild card. Is, is he? Yeah, he's
0: you? a definite wild card. He is a wild card. Um,
1: I think. Is, he, he hey, Rondo used, Moore. I saw him at Purdue. Rondell Moore. If he doesn't fumble, he's a great athlete. Yeah,
0: but he's not. He's not NFL. I mean, I don't think he's NFL um, savvy yet.
1: I don't think I'll last the whole season either.
0: It, yeah. And I, I don't think AJ Green is going to either. So I, I think it's a tough call. I definitely would go the under. Um, and I
1: probably slightly lean toward Minnesota in the game. Um, the other thing, I, too, I was reading about Murray last week. He was running all over the place, extending yeah. plays. That's no. not going to work against the Vikings because not at all. Not at all. Marine, so he's old school. He's going to hit him one time. He's either going to be concussed or just gonna play differently the rest of the game.
0: I think Zim is gonna put a shadow on him and, and say to that linebacker, whoever it may be, you stay with Kyler, he comes out of the pocket, you're you're on him. And I, I think I think Tennessee didn't do that last week and that yeah. cost him. So
1: and he'll um, say, Hey, get get a fifteen yard penalty.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and Arizona 30. tends to struggle in games like this. Right. Um, and in the red zone too, they tend to struggle in the red zone too. Right. The small, uh, recent pass with Kingsbury, they tend to struggle in the red zone. So, I would I would slightly leave Minnesota and the under. I don't think yeah. it's going to
1: hit 50. That's the problem with these pure red zone teams that don't bring in a fullback and a tight end inside the 20s. They haven't been able to score consistently. I was talking about it with Chad. He said maybe the quarterback will run it in. But Murray can't do that. Yeah,
0: what do you think about not. this game,
1: Chad?
2: Yeah, under all day. I think I'm I'm rocking with Zimmer. I think he's going to put a good game plan together, slow down that air raid, um, and I like the Vikings to inch it out. I think we see a return to the mean game kind of for the Cardinals right. um, playing against a lot better defense. So yeah, I like I like the uh, I like the Vikings plus four and uh, that under 50, 51 looks good.
1: Nice, like that a lot. Chargers, Cowboys. Minus three Chargers over under 55. Right. Knee jerk reaction that 55 is way too high. What do you think, Scott?
0: I think it's going to hit 48. I don't think it's going to hit 50.
1: Right.
0: I think both offenses are very good. I think uh, one defense is not so good. The other defense. Yet to see because of the Heineke factor and, uh, you know, mid-game. Heineke came in for fits last week in Washington. Uh, I think the Cowboys win. I think the Cowboys win, find a way to win the game. Um, I think they pulled out in the last minute. I think it reverses from last week. I see like a a 27-24 game. Something like that. But I think Dallas can pull this out. I think they do.
1: All right. So, pretty lucky. Take your advice. We're going to take your advice on that one. I'm going to go Cowboys.
2: I like Dallas too. And that's the right side.
1: All right. Yeah. Plus four. Money line. And then under.
2: Yeah. Under all day.
1: 55. And. This plays into a uh, conspiracy theory. It really doesn't have a lot of logic behind it, but has won me a lot of money over the years. So sort of in baseball, where a team has a long roast stand, and then they're going home. Oh, I on the last game of the roast stand because I, I figure that they're doing it, and it's kind of rigged with the umpires because they want to sell uh, tickets <laughs> for the next home game. So uh, they're getting everybody excited in Dallas for the home game, first home game last week, two weeks on the road. Uh, but there is a lot of collusion in this because Jerry Jones is invested in that stadium. Because he's playing so flat with the NFL. He put 300 million. Goodell put 300 million. So he's actually owner of that stadium uh, because the Spanels are literally broke. It's uh it's one of those teams that's owned by the people. They have a hundred owners. They have the money and the trust. Uh, and sister says there's no money there. They're in court. They're not paying for back. so that's why Stan Staley, their head coach, was only a coordinator for a year. Right? It's for a reason. Uh, and I'm it'll be a, D- a lot of points. Yeah.
0: And Dallas will bring fans to that game too
1: because oh, they yeah. train out.
0: They train out there.
1: Right. The right, it's strategic because the Chargers don't have a lot of fans in L.A. So the to Chargers be to don't, you yeah,
0: yeah, they don't have the backing of L.A. out right. there.
1: Nobody really wanted them in L.A. Right. They
0: wanted to stay up in San Diego. So Dallas is going to fill that stadium. It's a home game.
1: A yeah, and we're getting four points in a nice under. Man, that's I love this. We're going to have a high percentage, man. Waiting for that magical eighty percent week, ninety percent. <laughs> coming. Seahawks, Titans, Seahawks, um, minus 10, minus 6, Titans didn't look that good. Uh, I think they're depleted because of COVID-19, not really in shape. And they're looking long-term, really long-term, because they're in a horrible division. They know they can recover and just windows those division games and they'll sneak into the playoffs without showing anybody that much. Have their guys rested. Uh, man, 54 points. With what is M&E going on? <laughs>
2: Two ru- teams that want to run the ball with defensive coaches, right? <laughs> I, I, that's a double down. You got to throw a double piece on that one,
1: right? So we're doubling down on that oh, under 54. You know, I'm paranoid, so by the point, we get 55. <laughs> <laughs> pure paranoia zero logic and uh, I really I like my pick here of the Super Bowl representative from the NFC being your Seattle Seahawks uh, so I'll, I'll go over Brable um, minus a six under 55 we all got the youngers. what are you guys thinking I love Seattle in this game. Home game. Big time crowd.
0: Right. I love them by 10 points. I uh I think Metcalf's gonna go off this week. I think this is this is a DK Metcalf week. Right. I think Tennessee showed last week their secondary is awful. Um they they didn't control DeAndre Hopkins for Arizona. He went for a couple right. touchdowns and you know, 70, 75 yards. So I see big DK DK week. Um and then when Seattle gets up big, what are they going to do? Run the ball. Run the ball. So, yeah. they're not going to hit the old. Not going to hit 50. 40, not even close. No. Not even close. But I do like Seattle overall in the game. I think they win by 10 or 14. So, once Tennessee gets down by two touchdowns, they they don't – they can't come back because right. no Derrick Henry. And uh, coaches are calling out Julio for stupid penalties <laughs> now and stuff like that. So Right. You know, that doesn't help. So,
1: Tannehill, man. When things go south, it things really go south for Tannehill. Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, all day Seahawks
2: minus the six. Double down on the under. That's that's a that's the best under. That's the best total. That's probably the best pick on the whole board.
1: Right. Remember, you never. Uh, and I'm not make sure there's any episode. I'm sure I get it out tomorrow for Thursday night. You never bet more than twenty five percent of your bankroll. Probability theory. No. The most certain you can be of anything. There's no guarantees in life. The highest level of certainty is 80%. There's no such thing as lock. No such thing as betting over 25% parallel. And I personally don't parlay your teeth. Because there's enough, right? There's enough here. You don't need to be gluttonous with parlays and t- teasers. There's enough patterns. Uh, and there's a lot of, uh, we've seen this movie before, right? Brable runs the same defense. Right now, all these, Carroll, the Seahawks, the Titans, Patriots, many teams, they all run the same exact defense. So that's your parlay. You can bet on single, and if something crazy happens with that 20% luck factor, you're making money. And there's a Warren Buffett podcast. What does Warren Buffett say? Don't lose money. <laughs> you don't lose money with his system. Two teams that are exactly the same. A guy, uh, Harbaugh coached 10 years for Andy Reid. They completely mirror each other in every way, other than Harbaugh likes to work out and uh, Reid likes to eat. But everything is exactly the same. Chiefs with a bad defense go to the Ravens. Uh, Sunday night, Baltimore. They call them George Floyd City. Uh, predominantly African-American uh, city. Goodell's going social justice. What does that mean, Josh? That means that the Ravens are getting the call. A five-yard legal contact. 30 and 30, five yard penalty, automatic first down. Lamar Jackson, African American quarterback. He gets another African American quarterback. And on Sunday night, do not think that's a <laughs> coincidence. Mahomes, 55 again. Uh, I think what happened last week is going to happen again, uh, where either coach gets a lead, it's going to be run city. It's going to be plus one, what I showed you. It's going to be plus one all day, every day. Uh, their friends, uh, Major League Baseball player told me, literally, Major League Baseball player told me, Hall of Fame third baseman said that if your friend hits you with the ball, you act like you missed it and you let it go down the line because it's your Friday, man. I think uh, Andy Reid's going to help his buddy out in the Ravens. Again, I'm paranoid. It's, is it plus? The Ravens are getting plus number here. Yeah, plus four. Yep. Yeah, I think the wrong team is favorite. Just because the sheets are the sheets, the wrong team is favorite. Uh, all day, every day, the Ravens plus four, right? Because I'm buying, actually, I'm buying a half a point. This is 3.5 at Pavada. Buying a half a point plus four Ravens under 55 early in the season. The game's outside the division. What does that mean? That means that Reed is going to run his basic sets on defense and offense. He has a bad defense to begin with, other than a defensive line. So you see him inside the 20s. Maybe Andrew Reed does not bring in the fullback, does not bring in the tight end. He'll do it against the Raiders. Why? Because it's a division game. Denver, outside the division, on the road, extra game ultra-conservative Mormon Reed, Vanilla City under 55 Ravens plus 4 what do you think Scott KC should have
0: lost that game last week uh, Cleveland had it where they wanted it right, um, right. I Lamar cannot read defenses no. um, I, I I don't care what anybody says he, he fumbled the ball twice um through some bad passes, um, look indecisive sometimes. Um, I understand that their running game has taken a huge hit, um, but I think they still do have a running game. I think between Lamar and Latavius Murray showed something at the end of the game last week, and Tyson Williams is a quick back, quick scat right. back. Um, doesn't protect well, obviously. I think Baltimore wins this game. I think this is one of those Baltimore gets gets games. They need it. They can't go 0-2 and, uh, you know, Not especially great. lose two games in the AFC, in the right. conference. So they need to win this game, and I think they do. I think um, Kansas City showed enough flaws in that that opening game that uh, Baltimore could exploit. And I think the Baltimore's defense will play much, much better than they did last week.
1: So
0: I like Baltimore, and I like the under.
1: 100%. What do you think,
2: John? Um, yeah, Easy money. Baltimore plus the four, under fifty-five. I think those are both gonna, those are both gonna come in. I mean, I don't get why the total at this time of the year at a non- I mean, I'm really looking at their points per game here. Chiefs thirty-three last week, Ravens twenty-seven. You add those together, you get fifty-five. Are they really coming up with a number based off what they scored last week against completely different opponents? Right. I mean, that's ridiculous. So. I think it's
1: the analytics algorithms based on what happened last year. Last year every game flew over for the first yeah. you know, four or five weeks.
0: Because I think with Kansas know. City, yeah, with Kansas City, they automatically say, okay, it's gonna a 50 point game, 55 yeah. point game. Right. right. Automatically. And that doesn't happen.
1: Does right. not happen. So and then and then you know people watching they look on Fox, they look at the and they do this feature on the Mark Jackson winning the Heisman Trophy. Next feature you see is on the air raid and homes, a great old Gaias, that paid in the major leagues. People are blindly gonna bet the over on. Exactly. You know, two two African American quarterbacks. A lot of African American people the bet are gonna bet blindly the over because you're rooting for these people emotionally. Now, the difference between our penny. And other opinions you see out there, and personally, not even being biased, I feel that our opinion is more valuable. Because not only have we been watching football forever, if we're wrong, we do not get paid. If Michael Irvin is wrong, he still gets paid. He gets paid to be on TV. Colin Cowher. He went 0-19. How can you go 0-19 in the NFL? Right? He went two and 10 in college for one year. I was looking because he still gets paid. If he got paid no money, I bet you his percentage would be higher. And when we're watching the game, we have a higher level of attention and perception because I've been married 17 years. Uh, my football watching would be very restricted, right? <laughs> the fan can buy expensive stuff for betting money. Highest best use of the time. If you're running a business to have kids, you have to have three or four revenue streams. So, when we say Lamar Jackson can read defenses, means that we've been paid on a consistent basis having that opinion. Then you watch with your eyes. We know guys who can read defenses. We grew up with John Montana, Tom Brady, Peyton, Omaha. Right? You're looking at the middle linebacker. Where the strong safety is. We know guys who can read defenses. And we know guys who can't. And we monetize it. Now you're monetized. Last game we'll get is uh, the Lions against the Packers. Monday night. Uh, just because of statistics, I'm going to go the other way of the trends. Even though it's a double digit dog in the division, the Lions secondary is so bad. Yeah, I'm going to get it off the key number, though. I'm going to buy the key, I'm going to buy it off 11, make it 10. And man, I'll let you guys decide for me because my heart says go with the other, get 48 points. But it might go over with Goff doing another furious comeback at the end. Still losing by more than 10 points. So, what do you guys think?
0: So, I like Green Bay. I mean, uh, didn't show up last week, all kinds of stuff, right? Coach not happy, Aaron Rodgers not right. happy, right. whole team not happy, didn't show up, didn't do anything. Right. I agree with you. In the usual circumstances, division game probably gonna be a close game. I don't think so. on this one, I think it's just gonna barely go over the 48. I think it's gonna be like a 37 13 game or a 34 yeah. 17 game.
2: That's what I was gonna say what do you how how much you guys think Green Bay is going to score? 35 like what? I'm looking mid
0: thirties based right, yeah. on how how yeah. ticked off the Rogers was last he's an week.
2: offensive coach. Yeah yep. Back, and I'm, was I'm, too. Before, yeah, yeah, so I'm looking green Bay 35 and I mean we get 14 out of the lines that's 49 and over I right. think 35-14, like for us to go over, that's about where we're going to be. Uh, right. Maybe a 38, you know, 38-14. Maybe
1: 38-20. Yeah, 38-3 going into
0: the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, New Orleans yeah. did everything against that defense. They threw the ball. They ran right. the ball. They, they did everything. Exactly. So, I, I see that. I mean, I mean, I see Detroit has a great – has a very good running game, above average in the NFL. I think they'll be able to run the ball. I think they'll also be able to throw the ball.
2: Yeah, and return to return to the mean for Green Bay. I mean, they're going to have a better offensive outing again against the Lions for sure this week. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to do that two weeks in a row. There's just no
1: way. Right. You know, they they fired a defensive coordinator last year, so Joe Barry's going to have something. Yeah, and
0: they joked about the the Aaron Rodgers so-called, you know, his his to you tour. (laughs) <laughs> that's gonna be this. That's gonna be this game t- this week. Yeah. Is the Aaron Rodgers his to you tour game, and mm-hmm. he's he just gonna put, light it up. You know, so yeah. I'm with Chad. I see th- like a 35-14, 35-17 somewhere, somewhere in that ballpark. game.
1: Packers in the over Molina. All right, final yep. thoughts, guys. I, this this was good. It looks
2: looks like another 65 percent at least, my-
1: at least. It was uh, a couple of those money lines that look really good. The Ravens. Yep. Early this in the season the good. Ravens, the
0: Eagles. You know, Eagles.
1: that's another one that looks
0: good. Uh, yeah. I, I you know, I think there might be, you know, there's gonna be a lot of unders this week. Again. Again. I see a lot of unders. Yeah. Um, but I think it's gonna sway a little bit more, you know, it's gonna get a little bit closer and closer to those over under lines. So
2: yeah, which is kind of reflective of our picks. You know, I think last week we only had one over. I think this week we looks like we got two to four, three, three-ish. We got a couple overs in there.
0: Yeah.
2: It right. kind of it fits in right with how we're, how we're picking.
0: And get those spreads now when you can, because they're right. going to go – a couple of those games are going to go, you know. Right.
1: You know, no, 100%. Especially when you're thinking, like, i go point to the two points the other way. Yeah, so. if
0: the Falcons go – I think Tampa Bay's yeah. Yeah, I think Tampa Bay goes to probably 14 or 15. Right. I, I think, uh, b- b- let me see, Green Bay could go up a little bit. Right. Cleveland, Cleveland could go up a little bit. Those high spreads could go up a little bit more. So get them now or, while you can. Right. Before they do. So.
1: so literally, we will close with this. Uh, if you're paying for picks, I seriously consider you call one 800 Yeah, Because we're giving you better information than what you can pay for it. All right uh we're giving you bigger percentages we're giving you 100 percent transparency we couldn't even give you even if we tried we couldn't even give you more transparency authenticity right and it's a business decision because now that i get older i understand that when you give you always get 10 times more back more profit and as Winston churchill said got us through the last crisis and um the west right westernized countries you make a living from your labor but you make a life from what you give thank you for listening to the esbc nfl betting podcast that's why this one costs to us 800 and that goes to us. and i don't know
0: what that costs be to that's why i to-